drop it at the end. Cut what? the podcast. What, just baby? Goes, after the yeah. outro. What you after the outro, about? and then it goes like a couple seconds of silence, and just go, Ant Bed Baby. What is that, baby? <laughs> you didn't want me to take you down to the Ant Bed Baby, make you sit in the Ant Bed Baby. <laughs> Man, I could get that whole Southern Preacher thing going again, too. Do it. Do it. Maybe I could. All you, baby. That could start as the intro. Dude, do whatever. This is and you. This is the creative mindset. Walsh Disney is like, this is going to go so south. So southern. Hey, I'm just ready. Okay. Walsh is getting antsy. Here we go. He's getting do antsy it. in the end, bed, baby. <laughs> and when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. Someone help. That is September 6th, 2019. Ladies and and gentlemen. Oh, 80. Hey, why the frustration so early on? Uh, Oh, this is still the podcast. We're going to put you under the, (laughs) put you under the scope. I didn't mean, that wasn't, no, my, my tone of voice was not supposed to be frustrated. It was supposed to be excited. Okay. Excited for 80. All right. That wasn't wasn't like 80. Hey, baby. 80. Hey, baby. It's episode 80, baby. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to pass the mic to my two co-hosts since they don't like me introducing them. Go ahead, blue shirt. I am wearing the blue shirt, and my name is at Still Smooth. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. And did you know that it's someone's birthday today, and I wanted to take a quick moment and shout him out on this date. Happy birthday, happy 29th birthday to a Kentucky Wildcat. Oh. Oh. An NBA point guard. Oh. Former NBA All-Star, John Wall. He was born September 6th, 1990 in Raleigh, North Carolina. Happy birthday, John. Go Cats. 
barely an NBA point guard. <laughs> barely. <laughs> hey, okay, honest question. I saw something on Instagram today. He's not a top 10 point guard. No. no. About, about, um... He's not a top 15 point guard. Derrick Rose saying something about He's Hall of Fame. He's a top 25 point guard. In, that, in their prime, in their prime, John Wall or Derrick Rose? Derrick Rose. Oh, D. Rose. I think it's way too hard. No, D. Rose even, all day, baby. It's not even hard. I don't know about that. I think you have to think about it longer than what you guys just did. But I know you don't. I John Wall's that. not good. Meh. He's not, not good. But yeah, introduce he yourself. He was a great college point Introduce John. yourself. John Wall. I'm just, no, I'm just going out of state. Happiest toast on earth. I'm at Walt Disney. You yeah. took journalism. Yeah. Get out of here. How we doing? No, 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 you're not hosting today. At St. Bales is taking the mic. So why don't well, you just I'm on the thing? Why, no, why don't you just sit back and relax, Walsh? We'll we'll call you when you're ready. Here, here's my blue moon, no ads. All right. Sit back. Hey, uh, uh, fellas, how's the week been? Are you guys excited for uh, opening weekend uh, of the NFL? Uh, yes, fridges stocked, bottles have been bought in. Um, I the only thing I need to do for Sunday morning and prep is make the quick Winco run because you know we like to make the fat breakfast spread, little scramble action, little sweet action oh, with the French toast. Week one is big, so that's that's what I have left to do. What is the uh, beverages of choice that you've purchased for this upcoming weekend? I went, uh, you know, I went. I, okay, here we go, G and T's, but I went gin from. A local, it was a local uh, distillery in, <clears throat> I forgot where in Oregon, but I uh, bought it at the Saturday market right by the uh, Beaverton Library, no ads. You know you know what I'm talking oh, about, Oh, yeah, that, that's the cabin hood right there. Yeah, used to ride bikes over there. Uh, but yeah, lot, lots of G&Ts will be consumed this weekend. I think your drink of choice is probably going to be different than mine. Oh, most likely. I think it, it might be, it might be, um. Coors Light and orange juice time. Ooh. So, so Walsh, I busted out during it. football season. Walsh, you got me on that last season. I'm, I'm gonna get on it on, on Sunday. It's the life. What's it's it called? The life. So, what do you call um, that? I, the only thing I've ever heard it called is like a, a, a shandy. No, it's called a Walsh light. That's what it's called. A Walsh. Oh, I like that. a dub light. Oh, it's called a, it's called a, a DL. It's called a Walsh yeah. light. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, I'm very excited to crack some of those open. Uh, I think I'm going to hit the nacho game again on Sunday. Ooh. Uh, more yeah, or less jalapenos. Are you going to go more or less jalapenos than pre-show nacho plate? I think I'm going to buy extra jalapenos so it keeps <laughs> me awake. Wow. So burn yourself. I think, burn the, those eyes open. I think the spice will keep me awake, which will keep me involved in the Chargers-Colts game, which I'm very some, excited some about. Some people use caffeine. Some people use those woke spices. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I, I don't know about if anyone else does that, but... It's, Each his own. It's a for real thing. It, it brings Football the energy. Football fandom is personal. Yeah. You've got to do what you've got to do. Don't mess with game day. Oh, do not mess with game day. Man, it is back. I feel like my I feel like my blood is flowing faster through my body because football's back. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I want to I, I say that I, I'm excited for the fall, but... Living with at St. Bales, talking about rituals, his Sundays are planned. Like, he knows what he wants to do, and he will do exactly that in preparation for not only his game being the Bulls, but the rest of the games. He knows exactly how his day wants to go. You, I came over on Saturday. 
you yeah. you were you made way too many waffles, and I was like, why would you make your waffles? You make waffles on Notre Dame Notre game Dame days. home game, game days. You know, I don't have those traditions that you guys do. I'm going to try and find one for myself this year. It feels good. Walking, just following you guys' footsteps. Yeah. Uh, he's, so, uh, waffles on game on Notre Dame game day actually started last year. Oh, okay. Mm. So it's so I was in the exact right where you're at now. I was in that. You last follow year. Bales. I follow you. Who's following Bales? Yeah, that's the way this podcast. You got the works. conductor hat on, baby. Well, the, I, I give I give choo I give Walsh the ultimate crown of, of teaching me about the Walsh lights. Um, I'm I'm going with Miller Light. No ads. I'm not I'm, I'm not a Coors Light guy anymore. I I I've broken off. I'm loyal to the Miller. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not bad. It's I don't a real know thing. If the Miller Light can looks like it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Hey, this one. see, he's looking, hey, hey, he's looking up Miller Lite cans like I know Thanos. Am I right? So to each his own. Again, to each his own, man. Okay. To each his own. Okay. Anyway, well, hold on. Fails. I, go I got this. Go from there. I know we just, I'm just talked. Just letting them know who we are. I just we don't want them to forget. I know we just talked about the NFL starting on Sunday. It actually started last night. We'll get it going down the line. But well, let's do this. Let's uh, let's get this thing going, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, our intros are out. Let's hear uh, let's hear some of our random thoughts that we got for this week, gentlemen. What do you got? I'm gonna keep mine. I'm gonna. I'll start. Pick up one. I'm gonna keep it classic, simple, and and nice and easy. I want to know. I want to know. Favorite color. Favorite letter. And why? Black Z. Black for Spurs Raiders. Z because my name. Seriously? Yeah. It's actually black. Your favorite color is black. I like black and I like red. Red would be my second one. Wow. Yeah. See, that's very interesting. Yeah, black. I love black. I love. I love red. Red would be my color. I guess not a shade. Going from red, favorite color, red. Red shirt. Red. Red light is on, and that means stop thinking. Get a little senseless with us on this Saturday morning. Perfect. You're hungover. Your Saturday side piece. Perfect. Red in the letter R. R. Why R? End of my name. I end of my name. I really like the capital R. The way that looks. I don't know. From a kid since childhood, I really liked it. Hard R guy. Hard R. Wait, shut your mouth. Shut, shut, your, shut your mouth. I'm sorry? What did You're you just You're just coming off stupid. <laughs> Whoa. It's just Connor. Connor. Yeah. Connor. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I did? Yeah. I, it's the new standard for I had, hard R. I had, I had an idea. I was like, I'm going to see if he's going to follow this one. So I tossed it at him, and then he, he, he agreed, and then his face... We, Oh no! Oh my no. god! We all know you're a saint. We all know you're a saint. I'm just trying to create positive outlooks on the hard art. Well, okay, stop saying it before we get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm the one that I, that would that would that happen. Would, that where would, I'm yeah. the one who gets this podcast. Yeah. You would get us suspended for at least a month. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 80, our final episode. <laughs> <laughs> at, at St. Bales, where are you on the 
Where are, where are you on this journey? Uh, I'm going to go the color gray. Okay. No, not because of the 50 sh- Not because it has 50 shades. But, okay. But for some reason, I, I just like the color gray wearing it. Uh, driving even, it. even cool. Yeah. Like, even tempered. <laughs> yeah. It can, be, it can be dirty. It can be clean. It, it, you know, but it can be classy. It's a classy look. The guy, the guy who never, <laughs> never watched cartoons as a kid. The guy who was never, came out just of the newspapers. Just read newspapers. <laughs> His favorite color is gray. I'm just saying. Gray's you a good color. Human. It's the color of the taco. I can't go, I can't go wrong from that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Number 31. The price is wrong, bitch. Not <laughs> number. Thir- oh, it's like Color, oh. letter. Oh, I love thirty-one. I want to hear about thirty-one. Hey, good, good. Number. Oh shit! I am totally dyslexic. I apologize. Letter. <clears throat> Probably just stick with the B, baby. It's all about the B, baby. It's a good letter. It's a yeah. good letter. Yeah. I mean, just just B. bales. You know, bacon. Yeah. Uh, rules. It rules. Basketball. Bold. Huh? Bold. Nonsense podcast. Yes, there yeah. we go. Yeah. I'm going to roll into this next thought. Rant of thought. Cool, move on. R. R. Well, we're waiting. <laughs> I lost train of thought. I'm going to. What? <laughs> I. I... <laughs> Had a borderline panic. Attack. I was like, yeah. like oh, fine, "Where am I going?" I got two real quick. Um, they're both more thoughts, and I want to get your reactions. Uh, DK Metcalf, you're both familiar. Oh, with. huge DK yeah, guy. Batman. Yep, yep. He gave himself a nickname and wants to be called this. Have you no. heard of it? No, yes. but I don't really want to. The Wolverine. Two questions for you. Do you like it, and are you okay with DK Metcalf? Has he done enough? To earn the right to give himself a nickname, how do you feel about that? One, Two part question. One, I think, I think the Wolverine. I just don't see the match. Two, you can't give yourself your own nickname. The latter point from you, that's one hundred percent. He hasn't done anything, so he can't give himself a nickname. Even if you do everything, you shouldn't give yourself a nickname. And he, do you guys know why he chose Wolverine? It's because Wolverine, the character, heals really quickly. And he had that knee procedure, and is going to play, what, Sunday? Yeah. That so he's, he heals quickly like Wolverine. That is dumb. Nah, come on. Okay. You're, you're choosing your own nickname, lame, yeah. for your healing factor? That's the worst thing about yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. And I was, I was trying to play with it in, like, a sports context, like, hearing, you know, it broadcasted. And Wolverine isn't a great nickname to be shouting around with honey badger or badger like i like that for some reason honey badger works well badger rolls up the tongue wolverine it's just too clunky i don't like it yeah yeah and you can't use you can't like plop that nickname into like his last name you know what i mean yeah exactly yeah exactly how 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 obvious it is it that russ is gonna hop all over that Oh my God! He's, he's gonna, never gonna call him DK. He's gonna call him Wolverine. Oh, he, yeah. That's the Russ move. First, What's up, po- Wolverine, go Hawks. High for, five. Yeah. 
first <laughs> <Butt> post <slap>. <laughs> first post game like interview with Russ, he's gonna drop Wolverine instead of his full name DK. And yeah, <laughs> and then have that had that stupid smirk on his face, yeah. like you see what I did? Yeah, <laughs> I'm cool. I'm hip. <laughs> I think the kids like this. <laughs> that, God, um, such an idiot. <laughs> um, kind of paralleling off of uh, quarterbacks. Do you mind if I move to my second quick random thought? Um, last night, Bales, you shared that you were watching some of it during uh, class. Congrats. Good for you. Uh, at Watch Disney, I'm glad um, you were able to watch it. Um, but I just wanted to bring this up again. There was a point, I believe in the second half, where Mitchell Trubisky and the Bears managed to start with a first and 40, 4-0. First and 40 yards to go. For a first down. I heard about this. Do you know how rare that is? A first and 40 count? No. Pretty rare. Do you have any idea how many times has this happened? In NFL history? Say since 2010. I have the stat for you. It's probably like the only time. Seven and one? Yeah. This is the third time, but I'm like, how? This is this is the third time in NFL history that some quarterback has managed to find their way into a pickle of a first and forty. And I think on that the first and thirty, they actually did end up picking end up picking up that first down, but they were called back. Yeah. For something like that, or they ended up picking up yards, maybe not the full first down. They did a whole bunch of screwing up. Yeah. Bad football. Oh, the whole. Friggin' thing was bad football yeah, for bad the football. most part. But yeah, not something you see every day. Well, hopefully there's going to be better football this Sunday uh, oh, as you're waking up with us on Saturday morning. We're talking about tomorrow. Yes, football is that close. So get ready, get excited. Get excited <sighs> for the rest of this episode as we move on to our trivia segment. Trivia! Trivia! <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Jeopardy. Gonna make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? You can't even open up. Idiot. <laughs> oh, man. He's using a bottle opener for a twist off. He's on twist off. <laughs> <laughs> Baby hands McGee. <laughs> oh, I thought they were. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, this is trivia. Damn. And last week, we had a trivia question, which read like this. Who was the NFL franchise with the most combined wins? Again, who is the NFL franchise with the most combined wins? Well, hey, tack one more win onto it. As of last week, the Packers had 777 wins. Lucky 777. They were able to get one more. 77. Last night on Thursday Night Football. So now they have 778 wins. Mm. It's the Packers. You said that, right? Yes. They, they they were like the first team ever. So yeah, yeah, that would that would help. Love it. Bonus trivia question: How many wins are they now up in the Bears Packers rivalry? One. Yes. No. Two. Two. No. I don't know. Three. Mm. Three. This week's trivia question. 
which Super Bowl holds the record for most watched? Does that make sense? Or what was the Super Bowl <laughs> that was most watched? <laughs> which Super Bowl had the most eyeballs watching it? Whose balls of eyes watched the Super Bowl the most? I like that one right there. Find out next week. Yeah, you bet. On the Jerry Rice episode. The Tim Brown episode. What? Jerry Rice wasn't 81. He was 80. He was 80. Wow. Ew. What the heck? What an idiot. Oh, ouch. God. Do I have to quit, right? Yeah. Go home. We'll have to start the hiring process. I got a list of candidates. No. Right. Anything I say, nothing I say on the rest of this podcast matters. <laughs> no. Oh, Just don't, li- don't even listen. Get but, that fast forward button ready. But I, I will trust you, Walsh. You do know what's going on in the world. We're going to move on to the world news, the world of sports news. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? What do you mean? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom, there's a dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. segment we are on to the most important thing in these recent days the national football league as it is starting up and our first thing of news we're going to talk about LaShawn McCoy running back who was just released by the Buffalo Bills is now a Kansas City Chief at Walsh Disney what are your first beginning thoughts on this transaction you worked for NFL films I might as well yeah that's yeah. pretty good got the voice man got that down um, uh, my, honestly, honestly, my first reaction was fantasy wise, Damian Williams, that hurts. Well, that's just why be- you don't pick a scrub. Just became, well, I didn't pick him, but he just became part of a committee. So I think LaShawn still got some. Oh, he still I does. He's, uh, yeah, I think it'll be fine. And that was really it. I agree. This is good. Andy Reid's offense will find a way to incorporate LaShawn McCoy effectively. Um, I am one of those um, unfortunate uh, that drafted uh, Damian Williams significantly high, expecting a lot, and I'm, I'll be hurt by this. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, best of luck to you. Always like that back. Uh, and the Chiefs are scarier, get scarier by the week, it seems, these days. Yeah. So, yeah. I think the one thing about this, real quick, just overall with when guys move to a team where they have a relationship with a member of a coaching staff, I really love that because that goes to show that player, in a sense, think of it just as a business. Uh, That player was a good worker for that person under that person at a certain time. And they said, well, you know what? He's a good worker. We want him back. Uh, Or I want him back, as Andy Reid probably put it. Uh, to the organization. So it's super cool. LaShawn, you know, got a second chance getting let go by Buffalo. And uh, uh, both of you are right. The the Chiefs are scarier. It's very scary as a Chargers fan. Um, 
Uh, I thought this was our year to win the division. Now it's it's not looking so good again. So hey, uh, huh? you'll be fine. Yeah, you we'll, got it. Yeah, we'll, we'll positivity. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out after Sunday. Um, All you gotta do is start one and zero. But anyway, speaking of the Kansas City Chiefs, we're gonna move on, sticking with them as they extend the contract of wide receiver uh, Cheetah Tyreek Hill, three years. $54 million with 35 of that guaranteed. Um, I'm going to go with uh, at still smooth. Smooth, what do you think about this one? Boom, baby. Um, you know who just got a lot happier, whose name is not Tyreek Hill? Patrick Mahomes. He loves that he just saw the organization lock down his man, his weapon, his main target for the next three years, and he can focus on winning. Uh, the ethics of it, again, I'm still out, and I don't necessarily agree if he should be playing or not. But uh, Cheetah is good football. Cheetah is exciting. Cheetah is a real weapon that needs uh, to be – that, that uh, commands eyes on the field. So wherever he goes, whether he will receive the ball or not, he's taking eyes and, and requiring eyes to follow him across the field. That opens up plays for other, other weapons. Um, it's good to see that he got this um, well-deserved um, contract extension. Uh, my first reaction was um, that it kind of made sense. Obviously, he's a good player, but the, the money, the years, all said to me that he took a hit money-wise in his wallet for all the buffoonery, all the whatever you want to call it, controversy off the field. And that's why you see three years, which is going to be at least close to where Patrick Mahomes and his rookie deal is going to end. Um, and 54 is on the, the low side of, of for a guy like Tyreek Hill on the field. And $35 million guaranteed, that might have been their concession. Because a 54 with a 35, that seems to be a lot guaranteed. But they've probably got a whole bunch of stuff in that contract for off-field action. I, I want to slip this in real quick. Uh, I think you hit perfect all everything, what you just brought up, and that concession that you just mentioned of the the Chiefs um, conceding that 30, that large chunk of that $54 million, 35 of that being guaranteed. Tyreek Hill's sitting there at, uh, getting hit uh, 15, mm, yeah, 10, 15, maybe 20 times a game saying, hey, I like that good amount of guaranteed money in my pocket because I don't know when things could change and things can change very quickly in the NFL. Yeah, I do like the years for the Chiefs, yeah. though. Yep. I do as well, Walsh. I respect that take. Let's move on to the next one. The Houston Texans, the Seattle Seahawks, they did a little swap of rooskies, a little business over this past weekend. Uh, as the Seahawks got an absolute savage on their defensive line. Jadavian Clowney uh, is now a Seattle Seahawk. Uh, the Texans in return receive a 2020 third round pick uh, as well as uh, Barcavius Mingo defensive lineman linebacker Jacob Martin. They also get Carlos Hyde. Um, oh, well, that's a completely different thing. I'm going to go ahead and jump back. Uh, uh, they also received Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills. Uh, yeah, this is this is in the wrong order. That's why I'm reading it like that. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Stills, and then the Dolphins get two firsts uh, round picks and a second round pick. Uh, 
I'll jump to the middle one here in a second. Fellas, what do you think of that trade? Which trade? All of them? The Seahawks-Texans trade. I'll talk about the, the middle thing in a second. Texans-Dolphins was the second one, I think is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll start with the we'll start with the Texans Seahawks. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like everybody was crushing the Texans. It's not a great trade by any means. They definitely handle it wrong. But I, all week since the clowny thing has happened, I felt like I've got to be doing something wrong because everyone was saying like clowny makes them some sort of contender, and I don't see that. I don't, maybe I'm just like way lower on money than everyone else. As a pass rusher, I don't think he's going to give a whole lot unless the Seahawks are willing to be very flexible on the front. As a run defender, I think he's great, though. Pass rushing is where Janavian's weakness, if you can call it a weakness. But yeah, that's his not yeah. so strong suit. So you just have to, do, you have to help will, him. It'll have to, be dis, it'll have to be disguised some way. But I think I, it's a huge addition to the Seahawks for the matter of fact that it was so cheap to pick up uh, – to so cheap to pick up Clowney. Um, I think the Texans misused him. Um, obviously, he was the first overall draft pick. Um, but I think they – with a lot of talent. But they, pl- they tried to plug and play him at too many positions, moved him around too often – that I don't think he really set in and, and became really comfortable and became himself in any one position. So I think there is yet, I think we have yet to see the best Jadavia and Clowney, and that's what makes me uh, excited. I don't know if that's a hot take or whatnot, but I do believe that Jadavian's best football is ahead of him, and it will be in Seattle. I did not mean to re- read this wrong. I was thinking Dolphins and Seahawks. That's stupid green color, so I apologize. I jumped gone <laughs> on the third bullet point. Uh, let's jump to that third bullet point since it's a completely separate thing. Laramie Tunsil, Kenny Stills are going to the Texans as the Dolphins get two first rounds and a second round. Now, this is big. This. This. <laughs> we can't well, talk I, today. This. My Titan. Uh, I think this brought the Texans. This makes me worry about my Colts pick for them to win their division. This trade. Laramie Tunsil, if he can even be above average, I think is going to carry that offensive line to serviceable. Which they need. That's They're what they terrible. Need. He's, if he's even... Decent. They're uh, they're going to go from awful and uh, borderline abusive to serviceable, and that's going to change the whole offense. I think that's huge. Kenny Stills not a throne, and he's a, a good player for somebody who can fill in for Cutie and Will Fuller. I think that's big. Two first rounds in a second. That's a lot, but I don't. When you when you. You break all the things the Texans did, which we can talk about maybe at the end or, or just leave it. You, you think about their whole weekend, I think then you start to get the whole picture and it's okay. You brought up a lot of great points there and I love what you said. My biggest thing, breaking off of what you said, is that so this this is what the Houston – last year, this is what the Houston Texans were missing as far as I'm concerned. Another wide receiver and an offensive line. Um 
preseason, they drop a running back. They pick up um, Duke Johnson, so I'm going to call that a wash. They just picked up a, a fourth receiver, Kenny Stills, so pairing along with uh, Kuti, uh, Fuller, and uh, Deshaun Watson, that is huge because Fuller, the deep threat that he is, he is so dangerous and so fast off the line, he will get you those, those chunk yards, those 30, 40-yard plays, um, but he gets hurt quite often. So in or- Kenny Stills, perfect plug-and-play right there. Um, and I love the addition, Laramie Tunsil, as you said, to that front line. Protect, please, God, please protect Deshaun Watson. That is your franchise, and that is what that is a top three quarterback in the NFL uh, right now. Um, nah, fantasy wise, but uh, <laughs> but um, protect him. So I love that. I love that they're taking steps towards protecting their uh, franchise quarterback. Uh, yeah, I, I think Tunsil, uh, he's going to do pretty well with those lungs, and hopefully he keeps it going with Deshaun Watson, uh, keeping him protected. So they do win a division title. Let me get to the last Houston Texans thing before I screw this up any more than I have. They receive running back Carlos Hyde from the Kansas City Chiefs, and in return the Chiefs get guard Martinez Rankin. Anyone? Bueller? Interesting that they gave up a lineman. Doesn't it just seem like maybe he just wasn't going to play at all and he's terrible? In that case, great trade. Carlos Hyde is somebody who's always had talent and has always been looking for a place that to call will home. give him get, yeah to call home exactly. So if this is a guard that couldn't even play for the Texans, great trade. If it's not, what are you doing? If this is a guy who's going to contribute on your terrible offensive line. That's so funny that you just brought that up about Carlos Hyde kind of being like the the homeless quarterback, right? Always bouncing around like, where do I fit? That's exactly how I see Duke Johnson as well. So it's kind of like the, hey, the castaway I, in the I think, field, okay, you know? Gentlemen, come home. I <laughs> think because Duke and Hyde were teammates in Cleveland, so I think they know each other just a little bit. There you yeah. go. Uh, go are, are you, if you're done, I'll just go ahead and wrap up that Texans thing that I was saying, that point I was making. So the Dolphins trade looks bad from the get-go, but if you if you break it down and say that the Texans lost Clowney, uh, two first-round picks, a second-round pick, and a guard, and they got a third-round pick, two linebackers and special teams players, Carlos Hyde, Laramie Tunsil, and Kenny Stills. And Barcavius Mingo. Yeah, that does not sound like how it doesn't sound as bad as everyone was giving them. You're right. Three, no, I get you. I respect that. That's that's a good take on it, Walsh. I I appreciate that. I think our listeners will appreciate that, especially our Hopefully. Our, our Houston fans. You know what I mean? H town. Shout out to the H. Uh, as we move on, uh, the Indianapolis Colts have uh, they've signed another quarterback. Uh, on top of signing Jacoby Brissett to $30 million, uh, they also signed Brian Hoyer to a three-year, $12 million deal, nine of it guaranteed. What do you think of this Brian Hoyer resurrection? Teacher! That was teacher, in case nobody knows. That's what he's there for. Oh. Oh. He's, just, I, he's just there for no good te- spirit. All, good teacher, kid. all I have to say is Brian Hoyer and Jacoby Brissett better. After the paydays, they received strictly 
because Andrew Luck decided to retire, they need to go in both and buy him like a Lamborghini or something like that. Like he would bro, drive it, bro. Yeah, he probably drives a van, yeah. or something like that. But like they need to like pony up together and buy him a super nice gift because Brian Hoyer has no business. No business getting $9 million guaranteed dumped in his lap just because a guy goes up to a podium and retires. Brian Hoyer does not deserve that money. But congratulations. I'm happy for you. Congratulations to Jacoby Brissett. Uh, but, yeah, hey, throw, throw luck a nice present. Mm, I appreciate the Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> I've already made my own hover cars. Yeah. Uh, someone who will appreciate their contract, uh, mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott. Getting ninety million dollars over a course of six years, fifty million of that guaranteed. Uh, the Zeke drama is over with, boys. Are we excited to see him in the Dallas uniform still? Uh, excited. I mean, he's one of. Speaking from a, a pure football fan perspective, he's fun to watch. Um, honestly, the most excited thing I am about it is I'm just glad contract stuff is over. Um, Mostly because if I have to hear one more sports radio idiot compare free market contract negotiations to salary cap contract negotiations, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to blow my head off. They're not the same thing. If I have to hear that another lawyer doesn't get that gets paid uh, when he can, so why can't an NFL running back? It doesn't make that don't make no sense. Because it's it's different. There's a salary cap. If there was a salary cap for lawyers, then I'm sure there would be these kinds of issues in lawyers, in in the world of lawyers. Hey, you ever seen suits? There are plenty of issues. Yeah, man. There are plenty of issues. And they don't have this, and yeah. they're lucky. They would if there was a salary cap on whatever lawyers could make. But there ain't. NFL different. Stop making that argument. It's dumb. Ditto to everything at Walsh Disney said at St. Bales. I don't know if you have a take. Go right for it. Uh, no, I got nothing. I'm uh, I'm just excited to see uh, the Zeke Master uh, in full effect Sunday. They're going to easily just take control of the Giants from start to finish. Uh, this is going to be a blowout. We'll get into that more in our one thing in yeah. the winter. But um, I'm excited. I, I, I'm a little disappointed. I picked up Tony Pollard on one of my fantasy teams. Uh, I'm still going to hang on to him, though. I'm still – there's a there's slight hope. Good. There's always Handcuff. Make, make whoever has Zeke. That's, get good trade value for that. Yeah, I might have Start to. Start stepping. I might have to. Someone who also is worth some value uh, is, is the young gun down in Los Angeles, Jared Goff. Jared Goff just got a four-year deal worth $134 million, 110 of it guaranteed. I'm going to go ahead and send that to Walsh Disney. Walsh, oh, I'm going to send that to Still Smooth, actually. Smooth, how excited are you to see Goff make that much money? Love it. Again, performing at a high level, 110 sounds about right. If, consider this, though, I just want to plant one thing in your minds, in the minds of the senseless. If Jared Goff is worth $110 million today, what is his coach worth? That's, uh, he's, a pro, he's a product of his coach. 
Well, if to, to some extent, we've we've seen we've seen him with and without McVeigh. If obviously there's a connection, but I'm saying McVeigh needs to be paid. McVeigh needs the money. McVeigh will get a good contract. Yeah. If John Gruden is worth a hundred million dollars over ten years, He's just because not. of the face <laughs> and just because of the name, I think Sean McVeigh is worth at least a hundred fifteen million Woo! over ten years. Who wins, Suey? <laughs> <laughs> you do not belong in the South. That's that's what we. I think that's what we figured out over time. Yeah. Smooth will um, never belong in the South. <laughs> you should avoid that. <laughs> He's going to the ant bed if anything. You'll find the ant bed, baby. Yeah, baby. Uh, no, I, I agree with that. McVeigh needs some money. I don't. I'm glad you said to an extent when you say that. <laughs> That Goff is a product of McVeigh because I don't. You can't compare what Jeff Fisher did to, <laughs> to Goff and then say he was he's actually this and McVeigh made him what he is now. Yeah, Goff was ne- it, it was, was not yeah. was not yeah he was hindered <laughs> to an extreme extent <laughs> by Jeff Fisher and he's been propped up I would say a little bit by McVeigh. He is more of what we're seeing now than he was. What we saw in his rookie year, um, but hey, if I don't understand this, if a guy can run the system properly, make the decisions on the field, and get you to a Super Bowl, who cares? It's, it's not like McVeigh is going anywhere. Yeah. So why can't you pay Goff? Yeah. Yeah. Why is everybody so opposed to Goff getting his money when he is running the system he's in? Tom Brady's running the system he's in. Joe Montana ran the system he was in, and it, so was every other quarterback. For NFL history. You know why you pay Goff and you know why I like why Goff got paid exactly why it's exactly how it's exactly it's because exactly holy crap <laughs> the way I feel with Dak. Dak's gonna get paid to an extent, but who do I want in front of the microphone? Who do I want in front of the yeah. cameras? Who's gonna stay out of the trouble and who's gonna show up and practice and, and run my team? He yeah. checks all the boxes. Pay the man when he he's a, a a positive for your organization and the culture in your organization. Pay those guys. And Goff is much better than Dak. It's not talent. It's not yes. close. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Mucho, That's all we get. Mucho respecto there. Uh, speaking of mucho respecto. No respecto. You have no respecto, and I have no respecto for this clown. <laughs> um, yes, there it is, clown. Here's the thing. Uh, Smooth's wow. Raiders are in a little uh, world of trouble. And uh, Antonio Brown, wide receiver uh, for the Raiders, um, is really digging himself a hole with not just the organization but with the fan base. So with everything that's happened this week, I think everyone knows what's going on, especially our listeners of the podcast. Um, what are your initial thoughts at Walsh Disney. I have a lot of them. Most of them are... What? what? The, especially this. the last thing, the thing that came out today, that he's going to play on Monday. If you were looking at our story, oh, you know. You just ruined your franchise. Yes. Now you have zero control. If you let him do these kinds of things and you don't have any punishment except for shit like a fine, 
you think a fine is strong enough? The best thing I've heard the way this was put is this is raising a child. And if you don't slap that hand and tell them they're not allowed to do this kind of stuff, then they believe they can get away with it. And he got that a little bit with the Steelers, and he just got the that to the nth <clears throat> degree with the Raiders. You ruined your franchise. <laughs> Congratulations! You played yourself. I don't, John. I think this is the case. This is the case of John Gruden feeling extreme pressure to win, to win right away, and to make and to turn this losing ship around. What happened was he was so focused on building this elite team, this elite roster, that in his eyes can win and might. We don't know. Might begin to win. We don't know. But the first thing you do as a head coach and the first thing you need to do is establish a culture and establish rules and boundaries and guidelines for when these things happen. Right now, the the Raiders don't have a set guideline or basis of how to to punish um, – uh, these players, you know, X infraction equals X amount of time away from the team or half a game suspension. They don't have any of this S laid out. They don't. So they have no way to react to it, and they react to it in the moment. My fear is in, oh, Antonio Brown's going to play. He's going to catch a lot of balls for the Oakland Raiders. Thank God. My concern is the rift that this is creating bet- between John Gruden and Mike Mayock. This is a this what happened right here was John Gruden stepping down saying, "Hey buddy, you're new at this. This is my team. I have the I have the contract. Yes, I have the fat contract. Yeah. I'm calling the shots. This is my receiver that I want that I need on this team. If if he doesn't come along with me, my team's not going to win and I need to win now." This is the problem. John Gruden just made Mike Mayock the UN. Mike Mayock is supposed to be bad cop. He's supposed to lay down the law and create that culture that you're talking about. But John Gruden just took all his power. So now he's supposed to keep people in line without any enforcement behind him because John Gruden does whatever he wants. Just like the UN, no power behind them. They can say whatever they want. Nobody needs to listen. That's what John Gruden just did to Mike Mayock. Good luck trying to hold everything together. Mike Mayock now has no power, and that's John Gruden's fault. With that being said, I'm still looking for folks who want to go to uh, Las Vegas in 2020 to go see a Raider game. So, hey. We're, <laughs> hey, we're going to the draft in April. We'll just pick the opponent well and make sure there you go. Whoever, the, whoever's thrashing the Raiders that yeah. week. Is a good watch. We will be there. We will be in Vegas. Oh, it'll be a Chargers week for sure. Oh, yes. Easy. Yes. yes. Easy. I like that. Um, the last thing, speaking of the Chargers, uh, the Chargers have given uh, running back Melvin Gordon uh, permission uh, to look for a trade if necessary. <laughs> We're not going to look for a trade for you. That was as of August 31st. So this is some old news, and nothing's happened. <laughs> so, no, so so here here's the deal. On August 31st, they gave Gordon permission, his camp permission, to look for a trade. Two days ago, this was a, tr- a, a tweet from Albert Breer, who is a, an NFL insider. It's, it reads... Did a little digging around on the Melvin Gordon trade market. To give you an idea of where it is, 
only offer I came across was from Philly. In that deal, Jordan Howard would go to L.A., the teams would swap mid-round picks, and the Chargers would eat salary. L.A. obviously said no. So, August 31st, what is that? That was a week ago. In a week. About a week ago. (laughs) (laughs) Should I give it a go? Walsh has no idea. He's not no he's not involved that. with the real world. Big culture guy. I don't understand. Good reference. About a week ago, he was given permission, and in a week, all he could find was this shit offer from the Eagles. <laughs> I think the Eagles would be dirty with Melvin Gordon. Yeah, and I think dirty. the Chargers would be trashed with Jordan Howard. Yeah. To be honest, Melvin Gordon is nasty in in L.A., and I hope he's... I don't know how that works, but I hope he ends up back Dude, there. Just sign your deal. <laughs> Nobody wants you as much as the Chargers I think do. He, I think he'll crack. I think I think he'll crack after week one. After we get a win. Mm, yes, sir. So uh, that's all. Quick one no life. Quick side note that that thing you pulled up about Jordan Howard that was from Albert Breer. Yeah. When no you ads. Settled, no ads. Who popped in my head? Was Albert Brenneman from Hitch? You know, you know, King of Queens guy, Kevin James. Oh, Kevin James. That's, that's who I thought you were talking about, like Albert Brenneman. <laughs> I was no. like, what? That's a fictional character. <laughs> He's probably not tweeting. See, Smooth's living in in the fake world too, guy. <laughs> Damn, you two. I like Hitch. This and guy likes Hitch. I like Hitch. Hitch is a good movie. We can't all watch One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest every night. <laughs> Not really the rock you to sleep kind of movie, I haven't if you watched know what I'm that in a while. I might need to watch that tomorrow night. Um, <laughs> get weird with it. Yeah, oh, I might. I might, yeah. Um, Tell us the top ten. We're going to move on to the, uh, na- the National Collegiate Athletic Association. Uh, college football, uh, the top ten rankings have been updated. Uh, going from 10 to 1, this is pretty straightforward, a bunch of powerhouses. Number 10, the Auburn Tigers. Number 9, the Texas Longhorns. Number 8, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Number 7, the Michigan Wolverines. Number 6, the LSU Tigers. Number 5, I don't understand it. I think they're overhyped, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Number 4, who should be number 1, the Oklahoma Sooners. Number three, the Georgia Bulldogs, who I'm a big Jake Fromm guy. Number two, the outdated, get rid of them, Alabama Crimson Tide. And number one, Trevor Lawrence is the future of Clemson Tigers. Okay, bounce back. I think think Oklahoma's pretty dope after seeing what they did the other night. They're pretty cool, man. Because Houston's a powerhouse. I will say this. I will say I'll say this. Jalen does not look like the same type of human as everyone else on the field. When he took off and ran, I was like, that guy's just different. He's a horse. Yeah. He Honestly, he looked like a horse. Like a strong, looked, fast thing. He looked like a thoroughbred. <laughs> he looked huge. Yeah. Yeah. I would not want to be, I would not want to get hit by that guy. I think that's the highest compliment. As far as runners, or like ru- like running like something, running like a horse. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, You would, of course, want to be a horse. Howard. Yeah. Majestic. Yeah. Looks. Looks. I was going to say yeah. majesty, but I don't yeah. know if that. Majestic features. 
know, whatever. Yeah. You know who else I wouldn't get hit, want to get hit by? Huh. Anybody on my team for the reset circuit. Hold on. Before we get there. Sorry. Uh, the, Sorry. The major league. Yeah, Walsh, I'm in charge here. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I'm uh, the captain. Uh, the big thing in Major League Baseball, the Diamondbacks. Oh, here we go. Diamondbacks update. You're a baseball guy now. They've won nine of their last ten. They're up six to five right now in the top of the seventh against the Cincinnati Reds. Robbie Ray's playing, who has won eight of his last ten games, and they're third right now. Four games out of the wild card. They are third right now in the wild card playing game. So, uh, so basically. Basically, between the Cubs and the Phillies, one of those two teams needs to fall so the D-backs get into the play-in game. Uh, with the Diamondbacks' schedule, though, pretty easy along the way. They got the Mets in a series, Marlins in a series. They play the Reds again in a series. They're playing the Padres. Those are some piss-ass teams <laughs> that I think the Diamondbacks can make a run here in the playoffs. Uh, the Phillies? Screw the Phillies. The Phillies are wild. Those cheesesteaks aren't real. But anyway, Diamondbacks update. Hope you guys are excited. Let's move on to our next thing. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. All right, we're going to knock out this recess segment here. It's uh, one of our famous uh, games that we play. Haven't played it in a while, though. Uh, the good old back alley brawl. Back alley brawl is something we do where we basically pick guys. Think of it in the, in, think of the title. We pick guys who we want uh, behind us in a fight. Basically yeah. the the dogs of the world. So if you were in a bar and you had to and you took it outside and you were looking across the guy, who do you want behind you ready ready to fight? We're going to give you three guys. Or if you were in high school and and a guy that you play sports with took your girlfriend from you. You know, it's, it's kind of like the same thing. You want you want no, guys That doesn't that, happen though. Guys that doesn't happen you. though. Hey, <laughs> hey more respect than that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You want to go first? You want me? I got gotcha. you. Go. I got gotcha. you. I'm my first one, Antonio Brown. Because if he, if he move already is lost. not afraid to hit his GM in the face, he's not afraid to hit anybody in the face, and he's going to be Lies. on my front line of my back alley brawlers. Mike Mayock is like a 65 year old skinny white dude. That's not a fight that Antonio Brown has to worry about. <laughs> he has to worry about people like Trent. Brown, the Raiders' right tackle. If you saw oh, yeah. the finale of Hard Knocks when he was helping Antonio Brown, he towered over the man. He is 6'8", 360 pounds. That is somebody I want on my side. He Trent looks Brown. like a Michelin man. I'm going to go ahead and jump one in here. Uh, I think someone who wants to beat the living crap out of Antonio Brown, Ben Roethlisberger. I think he is absolutely sick and tired of his BS. He's probably sick and tired of that he's just tearing down the Oakland organization because he already did it in Pittsburgh. And he hasn't even played a game yet in a Raiders uniform. I think Big Ben wants to take a couple swings 
grab him by that nasty haircut AB has, and just beat the living tits out of him. I hate the mustache even more. The mustache is gross, dude. <laughs> um, my, my second uh, back alley brawler, um, I knew he was an animal, but I saw him plenty on TV last week while I was watching my PTO's picks. His name, Penny Sewell. Absolute freak, absolute animal, absolute monster. Monster of a human. The left tackle. That's who I'm putting up against your whoever you just named. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Are you? Yeah. Oh, well, good luck when you have to go against Trent Brown and Zach Martin, the highest paid guard in the NFL. Comes in 6'4, 310, and is a straight monster. You're a bunch of slow ass dudes. Are you kidding me? You need to build a team. Are you kidding me? These guys are NFL athletes. They're the best athletes in the world. All right, I'm going to go ahead and throw another one out there because we talked about his name earlier very briefly. Uh, He's he's kind of a villain. He's kind of a Wolverine in a sense. DK Metcalf. Absolute machine. I can totally see him being super intimidating in a back alley brawl uh, to have him by my side and taking a few swings at guys like A.B. and Zach Martin and, <laughs> and uh, Habubi Nabubi or whoever you pick. Uh, Excuse me? Uh, Sewell. <laughs> yeah, whatever you, whatever you said. Uh, let's keep it moving. I like it. Um, this is my ringer. Sorry, boys. Um, show opens tonight. It's Friday. September 6th. Well, it's Saturday opening. for our listeners. Yes, we're recording on Friday, the opening night of It 2. I am drafting Pennywise. We are actually <laughs> with a with a drainage system at the end. Your two bumbling bros and your two bumbling bros going to get distracted by the little red, little red balloon, balloon and follow him down, down, down the hatch. So game over. I win. Wow. Pennywise only works on fear. You know who has no fear? A man who is 6'7", 315 pounds. The left tackle protecting Marcus Mariota of the Tennessee Titans, Taylor Lewan. Not only is he huge, he is also a funny person. Pennywise be laughing. I'm pretty sure that clown got beat by a bunch of kids. So we're going to be okay. Hey, there's a second one, so he's back. Hey. He's back. <laughs> hey. He's not hey. I think I might go see that sometime in the next seven days, so I'll let you guys know how it is. I'll pray for you. Seven days. Okay, well, we're not talking about... What what movie is that? Saw? Uh, it's The Ring. Oh, The Grudge. No? The yes. Grudge. The Grudge. The Grudge. Yes. I always remember it from uh, Scary Movie 3. Oh, uh, yes. When <laughs> we watched a lot of Scary Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris was like, wait, what? I'm, yeah. I'm going to die in seven days? I'm going <laughs> to die in seven days? Yes, yes. Um, I think all of our 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 brawl teams. Oh, I got a third one. Oh, go for it. I got a third one. Uh, I'm gonna have the big man in Green Bay on my side. He's not afraid of anybody. He's an absolute animal on the offensive side of the ball. But I think you throw a couple swings pretty good at the rest of your squad. Tight end Jimmy Graham. Oh, ew. Don't you me, Walsh. <laughs> I don't have a reason why, just besides his size. But other than that, and his athleticism, I think he would whip the living shit out of your guys' two teams. You have the athletes. You have the mon- like the big boys. And I got the 
The specialty players. The mi- the mine. <laughs> alley, not an open field. <laughs> We're not trying to break tackles. We're trying to break jaws. And now we're trying to pick winners and why. We are going to pick winners and why as we move on to our one thing and a winner segment. I only got one thing to say to you. Who do you think you are? I am. You had one job. Just the one. Because I win. This is bullshit. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. I hope I win. All right, we're here. One thing in a winner segment. It's back. The NFL season is back as of last night. At Still Smooth is 1-0 and with his pick for the Packers. At Walsh Disney and myself are 0-1. But that's not going to... Thanks, gonna, Mitch. That's not going to last long because Smooth's not going to bet correctly. <laughs> we're going to be fine. I'm going to win it again. And we're going to move on. First game of the Sunday we're going to talk about Chiefs-Jags. All three of us picked the Chiefs. Don't really think we need a reason why unless you guys have something to say real quick. Chefs by 90. Close game, but Chiefs pull it out. Uh, Shady is back. Uh, Let's move on. Falcons. Falcons, Vikings in Minnesota at Still Smooth. Has taken the Falcons, Matty Ice, and Julio Jones. For as long as Julio was on ice last year, he's going to start hot. Uh, give him a touchdown in his home uh, in his opener. Uh, Walsh Disney has. I have the Vikings. I trust the defense stays on its plateau, and I believe that the offense gets better with the run pass balance. Go Dalvin. I am sticking with at Walsh Disney with the Vikings. That offense is more electric with Dalvin back. Let's keep it moving. Titans at the Browns. I am sticking with the Browns. I think as well as my two other co-hosts, gentlemen. Let's go through this real quick. If Taylor Lewan was playing, he suspended the first four games, I would feel more inclined to pick the Titans. But without him, all Browns all day. I have more confidence in Baker Mayfield than Marcus Mariota right now at this point in time. Uh, and the Browns have way too many weapons to be bad this year. I am super excited to watch this offense finally, and hopefully they put up a lot of points. Let's move on to the next one. The Buffalo Bills are at uh, MetLife Stadium playing the New York Jets. Myself, I have picked the New York Jets along with Myself, um, the loyal follower. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I'm just following his pick. Okay. At Walsh Disney, what do you got about the Bills that's different? Uh, I think Josh Allen has been doing well. Uh, Cole Beasley underneath. They always have the threat to run and throw the ball deep, but it's the defense. People sleep on the fact that they were a top-five defense last year. I think they continue to get better, uh, especially up the middle. Especially up the middle. As we move on, someone who's going to be going up the middle is Lamar Jackson with the Buffalo – or, excuse me, the Baltimore Ravens. (laughs) I am sticking with the Baltimore Ravens as well as my two co-hosts against a piss-poor Miami Dolphins team. I don't think we need to talk about that. We're going to keep it moving. The Washington Redskins in Philadelphia. All three of us 
have picked the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think we need to discuss that one either. We're going to keep it moving. The Los Angeles Rams. We all picked them to beat the Carolina Panthers. I'm kind of surprised by this between at least one of you two. Why are you guys going with the Rams over the Panthers? Uh, honestly, I went back and forth on this game a whole bunch. I'm surprised we all picked the Rams. Um, I think this would be a really close game. I took the Rams just because I think McVay will adjust from last season, and it's really hard when you get an offensive genius with all this offseason to prepare. Shocked that we all took the Rams, to be honest. I didn't I didn't think this was a – that – I'm now – I guess I missed something. I didn't think it was going to be that big of a you outlier. Like the Panthers. No, I don't. I don't like the. I like the Rams way more. Even in Carolina, I like. I like the Rams way more. So I thought it was going to be a more unanimous pick. But hey, if that's the outlier, then we're all in it together. That is the outlier. The Rams. I just am super excited to watch them play. Just like I'm excited to see the L.A. Chargers play at home against the. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, myself and Asheville Smooth have picked the Chargers. That's pretty easy. But Walsh Disney, why do you have to be the elf on the shelf and pick the wrong team? I'm, I, I'm honestly, I'm sorry to do it to you. You know, I took the Chargers to win their division. So don't hate too much. They can't win every game. I think that the, the Colts defense is going to play really well. Uh, that that pass rush with the beat-up Chargers offensive line. Maybe they take a little bit to adjust with no Melvin Gordon. And I think Jacoby comes out firing, trying to prove something. Firing off INTs. But up. <laughs> hey, as long as he's not Nathan Peterman. Yeah. <laughs> as long as he's not Nathan Peterman, you are correct. Uh, the one person who's not going to be playing in Seattle is Nathan Peterman. But the Seahawks are playing. They're playing the Bengals at home, and I think we all picked the Seahawks. That's Moving pretty, on. That's pretty straightforward. Cowboys-Giants, we all picked the Cowboys. Anything there? Moving, Moving on. on. Uh, 49ers-Buccaneers. I, re- I, I want to know the reason. <laughs> uh, the 49ers are a good football team, and Walsh Disney and myself are on that bandwagon. But they, Walsh they Disney, aren't. or excuse me, they still smooth. Still smooth seems to think the Buccaneers are going to win this football game. I want to hear it. The at, Niners at are not a that, good team. At least we got that Packers-Bears game back. Dude, the, hey, I'm going to go 2-0 on you guys. The Niners <laughs> are not there yet. Lots of question marks still around this myth who calls himself Jimmy G. Jameis, I beg of you, man. Contain yourself to one interception and, and you will win this game. Mike Evans is is sick, quote-unquote sick right now, but sick players always play in the NFL. He'll be, he'll be good on Sunday. Um, yeah, happy to, happy to go two up on you guys. This will be nice. Okay. Quick, quick jump in the week one. And I'm happy to go three up on you guys as I pick the Arizona Cardinals Yuck. to beat the Detroit Lions at home. Gentlemen, the Kyler Murray show is starting. I'm on the bandwagon for it. I don't know why you're tuning into the season. You're sticking with the Lions. I want to hear your two reasons why. I have. A, I'm gonna. I'm gonna answer that. Kingsbury question. and Kyler Murray. <laughs> man, come on, man. Okay, I brought this up last week, and I, I want to see if you you have an answer. When Kingsbury was at Texas Tech, was the last job he had. Well, I mean, 
the last job he had for more than two weeks <laughs> until before he got here. He had no defense and a good offense and lost a bunch of games and had a losing record. He goes to the NFL, has a very bad defense. Terrell and Suggs. A, what, and a questionable offense. Terrell Suggs. Why is he supposed to win games? The home, Patrick Peterson is suspended for the first four games. The hometown hero, Terrell Suggs, is back in Arizona. Chandler High School native. Coming back to the hometown. <laughs> Did they clone Hold Ken on, relax. Hey, come back. Bringing the team together. The offense, brand new. Fitz, still here. The city's buzzing. Everyone's excited. Cardinals by 50. Ew. <laughs> Yuck. Moving on. We're moving on to Sunday night's football game, which at Walsh Disney doesn't seem to predict correctly. The Patriots, at Still Smooth and myself, are going with the Super Bowl champions. Uh, Walsh Disney is sticking, sticking with a, uh, a peasant team. Uh, yeah, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just not on the bandwagon of the Steelers Has this year. Has been since the '70s, just winning championships all the time. Okay, well, I don't. We don't live in the past, Walsh. It's <laughs> probably smart. Okay, but let's I hear your. The Steelers, I think the Steelers will be okay. I, I chose him, Mark Andrews, the center for the Patriots. He's been dealing with some stuff, so he, he's going to be out. Uh, and the Patriots build. I think they'll be better than the Steelers by the end of the season. I think the Steelers come out really motivated to prove something from the offseason in game in week one, where the Patriots are gonna be like, We'll be we'll see you in October. You know what I'm saying? We'll see you in no, we'll see you in December. I love it. I, I, I'm on board with Tom Brady. I think at still smooth is at at the same time. I well uh smooth you got anything? Nope. <clears throat> Brady for the win. All right, Brady for the win. We're going to move it on to Monday night, the first game, the Houston Texans. I am picking the Houston Texans uh, to win in New Orleans. Pretty hard to do that there, but they got a good defense. They got a, a, a couple new running backs. Let's see if this thing actually works. I think it will. I think Deshaun Watson's more focused than ever, but the Saints are going to be a tough matchup. Uh, my two co-hosts did pick the Saints, and uh, – I'm not going to argue with them why. This is a pretty solid matchup week one to play. So, gentlemen, you got anything to add? This was one of the three for me that I couldn't pick right away. It was the Panthers-Rams game, Steelers-Patriots game, and this game. I had to go back, think about it a little bit. I think the Texans, just like the Patriots, are going to get better as the season goes along, as Laramie Tunsil's there longer, as Carlos Hyde and Kenny Stills are there longer as they adjust to losing Clowney. So I don't think they'll be exactly at their best yet, but later they will be. I want to see this workload of Alvin Kamara without Mark Ingram in the backfield. Uh, huge, huge season for my man, AK. Huge season for AK. We're going to keep it moving, though. One more final game. The game that's a soap opera. Second game on Monday night. Uh, the Oakland Raiders are hosting the Denver Broncos. At Still Smooth seems to have taken too many medications. and Just like A.B., and he's going to stick with the Raiders. Uh, let's hear why. The autumn, the autumn wind is a Raider. Oh, my God. This guy's <laughs> a The autumn wind left with Antonio Brown's brain. <laughs> I think it's going to – it's for as – Big 
of a storyline it has been for God too long. Um, it's going to work out. Um, for who? For for Oakland. It, it's for not Vegas pretty, or for Oakland? For Oakland. For Oakland. Specifically on Sunday uh, against the Broncos. Um, they, A.B. and Derek Carr will link up and will be semi-productive. Give me a semi-productive A.B. and Derek Carr over whatever clown show Denver's brought into Oakland. I'm, ta- I'm taking the Raiders. I'd, I'd rather take a productive Tyrell Williams with Derek Carr than an unproductive Antonio Oh, that's Brown. true. And Tyrell Williams. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ty- Tyrell Williams, big fan of the, you know, big fan Western Oregon native. Let's let's keep it moving. But Walsh Disney and myself sticking with the Broncos. Walsh, you got anything about Denver? Von Miller, Bradley Chubb might actually get arrested for murdering Derek Carr. I was actually going to say Bradley Chubb's name, but you beat me to it. Uh, I'm super excited to watch him in his second year. Super excited to see that defense. Um, I think Oakland's just kind of in a world of hurt right now, so... Uh, that is one thing in winter, gentlemen. Let's see how we are next week after we get to predict, uh, uh, see the, see the pairings and how they turn out with wins and losses. Hopefully I'm ahead. Hopefully, uh, Walsh and Smoove are down below there, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) we are going to move on to another segment of PTO. La, 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 wait till I give my money right. This thing is hot. I want some of this money. Get me in this game. Come on. <laughs> Have you ever seen this much cash in your entire life? Texas is 2-0-1 against the spread as a home 
underdog, that being the uh, the primary point of this stat, uh, coach under Tom Herman, so not bad. Uh, the, Longhorn, the Longhorns are 3-2 and two straight up against um, home, at home against ranked teams uh, since 2017. And then one more little fact here for you, LSU is 2-0 and oh straight up um, against ranked teams on the road under Ed Ogeron under that same stretch. So again, Wash Disney, for this week of PTO's picks, give me the Texas Longhorns at home plus six and a half versus the Auburn Tigers. I do have a bonus PTO pick for you here um, as a part of a little uh, trivia fact that I wanted to give away as well. My second PTO pick, uh, I have no stats to back this up, is Oregon State take the points. Oregon State plus six and a half at University of Hawaii. That game is will be on uh, Facebook Live, I believe. Uh, but um, this is the this is this is this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing that a Pac-12 school is is an underdog by almost a touchdown to a Mountain West uh, conference school. Even though Hawaii um, had already beaten uh, what was it? You said Arizona last week. Yeah. Yeah. So Hawaii, not not a not a crazy, not a bad team. But I wanted to share a little uh, piece of knowledge that I found out today about the uh, the um, the mascot of University of Hawaii. Um, prior to 1923, the University of Hawaii teams were called the Deans. However, in the final game of 1923, in, during the football season, the University of Hawaii team upset at that time a very good Oregon State team when a rainbow appeared over the stadium during the game. Sports writers took took that with it and, and became calling that team the Rainbows or the Rainbow Warriors, but that's how that Rainbow Warrior name came about. It was actually an upset against Oregon State. So I thought that was kind that's of a wild. I thought that was kind of a cool uh, tidbit to drop in there that Hawaii and Oregon State are playing again on uh, Saturday tomorrow. But uh, that Here is, comes the payback, baby. Yeah, that, that's how they got their name. So let's go uh, let's go Beavs. You know what I actually heard? You know what? Uh, people believe that trees are the beaver's main uh, dietary source. You know what it actually is? Rainbows. Hey, there you go. Love it. <laughs> Real. All right. Quality stuff. Well, uh, Smooth, did you happen to say your, your thing you say at the end? I did. Well, for, for the, for the one, second one? For the second one at Walsh Disney, give me the Oregon State Beavers plus six and a half at the University of Hawaii. You can catch it on Facebook Live, but no ads. Lock it in. Bada bing. That lock it in was taken care of. As we move on, we're about to end this podcast, but we want to give you a little update on the Bold Nonsense Fantasy Football League coming up this weekend. Two of your hosts are performing against each other. The smartest idiots, myself, are performing against host with the most, who he might be the happiest host on earth, but he's not going to be very happy after this weekend because at Walsh Disney and myself at St. Bales are going at it. Um, That's a pretty big matchup right there. I'm pretty excited to... uh, Hit the one and zero in that. Yeah, maybe if Antonio Brown hadn't screwed me, mm. I can't believe that you drafted him. I can't me believe either. I can't believe you're gonna blame it on one guy, Walsh. 
<laughs> you have one job. He has one no. job. No. We're going to leave it at that. We're going to move on to our next matchup. Hit him where it hurts. Our Tacoma brethren. Mr. Stevenson is going up against our Wisconsin brethren. Mr. Uh, Wint Sanity. Uh, Wint Sanity already has a significant lead, but uh, Hit Him Where It Hurts is projected to win. Next up, a battle of the brothers. The Smooth Brothers. Uh, actually, I don't want to say yeah. the Smooth Brothers. Because <laughs> there's only one of two Smooths. At uh, uh, Real Nate Kramer, at PTO, playing each other. At PTO, for some reason, has the highest projected uh, team scoring this week. Boom, uh, baby. I don't. I don't know if that's a that might Boomin. be an error. I think, <laughs> you, I think Yahoo. Uh, that's an error. I think we're gonna move on. Though. Um, Brisness is booming. Shoddy Scubs. Uh, Shoddy Scubs already up ahead, but uh, a twenty-point favorite is Brisness is booming. Uh, Mister Kansas City at the Briz. Um, I guess we'll keep you updated throughout the weeks. What I want to do also is, as a second part of uh, PTO's picks is I want to break up. So for the initial for the initial spread, you know, like initial projection for each week, I want us to say, hey, who do we think? Us three analysts, co-hosts, I want us to pick the winners or predict the winners of the fantasy matches, basically. Just, like, just as how our uh, Missouri brethren – uh, gave us the idea to at, at Briz. Um, yeah, I think it'd be fun live to on the pod. live on the pod. Live. I think that'd be cool to, uh, to to make those picks and have fun, you know, and 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 you know, make little side bets on our on our fantasy games. All right, well, I'm going to start with Brizness. Uh, Brizness is booming and shoddy scubs. I'm going to go ahead and go with Brizness is booming. I think he knows yeah. what he's doing. Uh, Wait, uh, that, okay, now now Walsh Disney. Now you go for it. Same matchup. Same matchup. Brisness is booming. Scotty Shops, Scubs. Sorry. Um. I'm gonna jump in here while you're Scotty looking. Sh- oh, go for it. I don't even know how to say Shoddy Scubs. Yes. Do we figure out what the hell that means? We have to talk to him about it. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> we have to figure it out. <laughs> I have no idea. Way. I am. I'm going to lean. Brisness is booming strictly because of the projections. It's a heavy slant. Brisness. Uh, I'm just going to call you Boomin. <laughs> Boomin, uh, 61 to 39 projection in favor of Boomin. Uh, he has a stack roster this week. Everyone looks to be at their best. Good luck, uh, Scubs. It should be Boomin's week. Uh, league needs punters. Hit him where it hurts. Uh, hit him where it hurts. I do like the Carson Wentz pick, um, and I am concerned uh, with Wentz. Uh, production at quarterback. Uh, Aaron did not have a good uh, uh, opener, only scoring just about 12 points. I'm looking for a big, big week from Carson Wentz um, against his opener in or at Washington or versus Washington. Uh, give me, give it, or hit him where it hurts. I'm taking league needs punters, man. Okay. I think oh. Big Ben has a hell of a day. Thielen, Jeffrey Kamara. Uh, I mean, hit him where it hurts is good, the juju, but. That uh, that six burger from True Baby. <laughs> yeah, that's that's rough. As I'm ragging on Rogers. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. I think uh, I think hit him where it hurts is three flex players: uh, Cup, Robbie Anderson, and Dee Westbrook. 
Uh, I think those will overpower league needs punters plus players. Uh, I don't know why I don't know why uh, punters is playing Matt Breida, but I, I guess we'll find out on Sunday. Um, but I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Tacoma man, uh, uh, Mr. Stevenson. Uh, let's keep it moving. The battle of the brothers. Damn. Pick out. I'm gonna step out. Uh, battle of the brothers. I'm taking the defending champ. Mm. I'm taking BBE and BDE. Uh, you know why? Because yeah. PTO has Dak Prescott. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm sticking with BBB and BDE as well. This is a loaded roster. I'm just gonna say it right now. I I'm very impressed. Quarterbacks are better. Uh, damn, I man, I just don't. The tight ends better. Bro, look at the rejection. I, I'm done. No, no, no. No, I do like the Leighton Vander Esch pick by you, Mr. Thank PTO, you. but uh, maybe we'll talk trade later. Uh, but uh, I'm sticking with BBB. Love it. Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to then now rate you guys on your matchup: uh, host with the most and smartest idiots. Um, off the top of my head, I love the wideouts um, for host with the most. I do like. Uh, smartest idiots backfield better with Le'Veon Bell and Todd Gurley. Um, smartest idiots also got out to a quick jump with the production out of uh, Aaron uh, Allen Robinson. Excuse me, um, and I am going to go ahead and lean towards smartest idiots to win this game. Uh, right now, projected to win by nine points. I would like to see, and I would ask you to consider to play Cam Newton ahead of your Kyler Murray. <laughs> oh, hell no, baby. We, uh, uh. No, sir. I think the smartest idiots is going to take it, too. What? Why are you going to take the week? Take, gonna, take the week. Week one. You're just going to shrivel up like that, Walsh? Take that psychological oh, warfare. Whoa. Feel now? Okay. Whoa. I feel pretty damn good. I hope you win. I hope Kyler Murray doesn't throw five interceptions. Okay. Get sacked three times. Okay. All right. We'll keep it moving then. Uh, we'll be for baseball. Guys, that was pretty fun. <laughs> that pretty, was. Pretty good podcast. Next Great week, stuff. episode 81, which is not the Jerry Rice episode. Close, though. Episode 81, we're going to go over some more fantasy football, Bold Nonsense League. We're going to go over news in the National Football League. Things are starting to wind up in the NBA, so we'll see what goes on there. Happy 2K Day to all our video gamers out there. Baseball. Happy birthday to John Wall. Uh, happy birthday, Jay Wall. Uh, baseball playoffs are around the corner, 22 games away uh, from wild card play. I don't think there's any World Cup soccer action going on, so you're not going to get that out of Still Smooth. Hockey's nothing. FIBA basketball. I don't really know what's going on with golf, so we're just going to stick with the Hey, news. hockey starts in a month. Okay. And Walsh Disney is super excited about a puck on ice. Uh, Get ready, be ready. <laughs> folks, the you. Stay ready. You know, you know the drill. Twitter, bold underscore nonsense. IG, bold dot nonsense. Email, bold nonsense podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on the Apple podcast network the itunes store you can find us on the newly iHeartRadio. uh it's not hard to find walsh disney thinks it's hard to find uh but just type in bold nonsense we're right there we're on page two though 
So y'all, we're there. Don't worry. Deuce. Get the clicks up. Move us to page one. Yeah, we'll get to page one. Subscribe, rate, review. As always, as Walsh Disney just said, subscribe to our podcast. Rate it with whatever star rating you want. Uh, shoot us a review. And uh, we appreciate everything uh, you guys do for us there. We appreciate all your listenership along the way. Um, football's back, boys. Let's get excited. Um. Uh, and uh, LeBron pumped. Guys, I'm going to let you go ahead and sign out right now. Brad's still smooth. Much love. For him, you're him. I am. So I'm sending it for myself. Much love. This third person stuff has <laughs> got to stop. <laughs> I am at Walt Disney. If you love all of it, then love us. And I am at St. Bales. This has been episode 80 of the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Thank you for everything you do for us. Thank you for listening. We will see you next Friday. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go. Bessie take you to the end bed, baby. We out here, baby, listening to Bold Nonsense Podcast. We out here on iTunes. We out here on the iCloud radio. We out here on the iHeart radio. We on every radio, baby. We out here in the south. We out in the north. We out in the east. We in the west, baby. We gonna get it all over the country. We international, baby. We out in Canada, baby. We out in Mexico, baby. We in Japan, baby. We gonna go all everywhere, baby. I hope y'all excited for episode 81 next week, baby. We gonna get it going now. Cheers.